Art's spendy, man. Yeah. Art's spendy, but I guess artists got to eat. Yeah. I don't know how it works. Well, C'est la vie. on that bummer of a note. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always be poor and we'll always own Prince. <laughs> Who is also dead? Remember all those foods that you used to eat? Artificial sweeteners and MSG. How's it going, everyone? Good. Mm. So, so I'm an answer for the audience. Welcome, welcome to co- coffee time. Coffee time for <laughs> sleepy boys. Wait, do it in stereo. Oh. Uh, okay, so now that we've lost the four people <laughs> who listen to this, now that it's just you and I, Ben. <laughs> it's just you and me. <laughs> welcome to trash food for garbage people. <laughs> We are your garbage people. And so are you. I'm Tyson. And I'm Ben. And we have, what do we, we do something on this show. We explore mm. the ludicrousies uh-huh. of the modern food industry. That's good. In that we find the weirdest shit they make. Uh-huh. The, the, the weird corner cases. Mm-hmm. Of capitalism, ah. where like we made money on this, we made money on this. Let's smash them together and see, see what if happens. We make money on it, yeah. and then we find those things which are usually ill-advised, and mm-hmm. then we eat them and we see how ill-advised they are. Right? Yes. And we're leading into that specific corner of our ethos very heavily today. Precisely, precisely, dear gentle readers, we exist to consume the oddest foods we can find and tell you about it. Uh, and today, specifically. As Ben noted, we're leaning into the unholy unions, as it were. Yes, this is this is the uncanny valley foods today. This is, uh, how did you put it before? Lights, lights, chimera, action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's Too, a tricky. Why, one. Why'd you why'd you do that? I, I, I was trying to tee up. What, what mad scientist? Oh, I'm talking to the oh, people. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like, what mad scientist did the right? Decided that that was the good choice. Also, why can't we decide on how that word is pronounced? Chimera? 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 I've heard them all. Really? From Anthony Hopkins. Huh. Yeah. Maybe he's just uh, as old as he is. Mm, This is from uh, Mission Impossible 2. It's the Chimera virus. That's the bad guy Mm. in that. And he's... No, wait. He's the bad guy in the first one. Never mind. (laughs) I don't know why I heard Anthony Hopkins say Chimera so many times. He was maybe at a D&D game I watched or something. <laughs> I feel like I've only ever heard Chimera. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, where did I hear the other ones? Chimera, Chimera, Chimera. I don't know. I don't know. What's she going to do? Mispronounce it, probably. So all of the foods that we are consuming today are like accidents of genetic engineering, but food. Yeah. It's like, it's something you look at and you're like, huh. And then the more you think about it, the less sense it makes. Mm -hmm. It's like just a little bit off. Like maybe this is a thing for, because I mean, we have 
combinations sure. that are common that don't necessarily sure. make sense. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Like, a lot of people think peanut butter is super gross. So, like, mm-hmm. why is that a thing that we assume goes together? But it does. But it goes together. This is really good. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to try out a bunch of stuff that doesn't seem like it'll like be maybe that. Maybe in a parallel universe. Right. These are the types of combos that exist. Mm-hmm. 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 But yes. not here. No. 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 So what are we going first? We are going to begin, as is tradition, with our drink. Because drinks, especially alcoholic ones, don't have to have ingredients. This is a... Uh... Schafferhofer, Hefeweizen, passion fruit, beer. This is unfiltered Hefeweizen beer with passion fruit juice and natural flavor. Uh, imported from Germany, directly to grocery outlet. Uh, and it does not say it's his ABV is not discoverable by me. Uh, oh, it's over here at 2.5%. 2.5%? <laughs> So it's not even going to help dull the pain. No. All right. Wow. Well, two point. That's possibly the least alcoholic alcoholic drink I've ever yeah encountered. Oh boy, pop that sucker open and get a sniff of it. Cause <clears throat> tell you what, it smells bad. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because like, should we should we talk about why each one of these sticks out as weird to us? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the weirdness is visual. With true, these. true, yes. So we should expound to the reader. Because mm-hmm. this looks like like a fizzy fruit drink. Yeah. Except it's a beer. Yes, it's- and that's that's the trouble. The like the color, it's it's kind of it's like a very light beer, kind of like brown brownish piss color. Yeah. Um, with like very clearly some sediment down at the bottom. Oh yeah, ooh. Um, and uh, gentle reader, I don't know if you've ever seen a passion fruit uh, when it's cut lengthwise, but let's just say it doesn't look exactly appealing when um, <laughs> included on a very like pink label. Uh, it's just this sort of yellow mush. Um, it looks like an omelet. Yeah, it does. On the inside. Yeah, this is omelet beer. Yeah, just the color of it is like a very, it's a clear, sad brown. Yeah, a yeah. clear, sad brown. Yeah. And with the pink labeling, the again, the pink labeling throws everything off for me. It just sort of clashes in odd ways. I guess there's like shandies, which is like a lemonade added to beer. But, sure. But you just don't put juice into beer very much. No. That's not a thing. No, I don't, I don't. No. Passion fruit beer. Passion fruit uh. juice in the beer. See, I thought that it was going to be a normal beer that was flavored. So finding out that it's actually passion fruit juice mixed in with the beer, I'm a little less excited about it now. Mm. Because now it's just going to taste like like a passion fruit, like a, like a spindrift that's gone bad, you know? Oh, yeah, you might be right. That's what I'm anticipating. Is there more to read? Uh, Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, hang look on. At that. There's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, passion fruit is the unique combination of sparkling smooth Schoferhofer Hefeweizen and fruity fresh passion fruit. It is a unique mix of German craftsmanship and tropical exotic taste. Best ice cold and no, right wait, from on, the sorry. bottle. No, no, no. I have to correct you real quick. Wait, hang on. Yeah. German craftsmanship and tropical exotic period. <laughs> 
Tropical exotic. You know. The noun exotic. I saw that period and I was like, I'm, I must have missed that. Nope. No, you're right. Fuck. Uh-huh. Tropical exotic. Tastes best ice cold and right from the bottle. 50% of chauffeur hofer unfiltered Hefeweizen blended with 50% passion fruit drink with natural juice. The natural ingredients may form a sediment at the bottom of the bottle. So it's 50% passion fruit drink. Yeah, I, I caught that. 50% passion fruit drink with juice. So what does that mean? I don't know. See, we got this beer because we looked at it at Grocery Outlet and we were like, obviously. I did not expect to slip down this particular depth of like confusion. Yeah. Like like what? How what oh, excuse me. Whoa. Um uh and it's specifically do not litter in Puerto Rico. <laughs> At the bottom it just says Puerto Rico, do not litter. Don't litter in Puerto Rico. And it's got an expiration date on it, which oh. is also weird for beer. Yeah, what's the expiration date? Uh, November twenty second of twenty twenty two. Okay, good. We're not. We're not. Okay, okay, yet. okay. Good, good, good. It might be expired by the time we release this, but <laughs> currently it's May. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it's fifty fifty. Well, well, it's not ice cold, but it is fresh out of the bottle. Let's try it. Here we go. Oh, 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 oh. It starts out fine. It starts out like kind of a fruity beer. And then, what is happening? What is happening to my face? What is that? How do you even... What are the words for this? Oh, that develops. That goes places. I don't want to go those places, Ben. I don't want to go those places. It's it's like drinking juice Mm. and like drinking beer at the same time. You can feel both experiences simultaneously, and they do not blend at all. Yeah. But it's a Hefeweizen, so it's like already kind of like fuzzy, right? Yeah. And sure. like yeah. fuzzy and weedy, right? Is Hefeweizen a weed beer? Mm-hmm. I don't even. Okay, cool. It's like fuzzy and weedy. And then there's also this like. The passion fruit drink is. I don't know. It's sharp. Yeah. Tangy. It's not smooth. Also, like, passion fruit is a. Like a minor character in a mostly apple juice themed oh. play. Like, let's listen for apple next time you you hear the voice of this beer. You're so right. Yeah, and it's it's just apple juice yeah, and a ap- beer. It's apple juice and a beer with a little with a passion fruit aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Oh, the passion fruit makes it worse. This is everything rough. that passion fruit brings to the table is a d- detriment. Yeah. To this the whole is like experience. legitimately hard to drink. Like I get this in my mouth and my body is like, no, no, Do we come have to? on. Can't you just spit it out? Isn't this a <laughs> wine tasting? Wow. Like I can feel, I can feel the muscles in, in around my face just kind of tightening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's like having a pack of fruit flavored bubble gum blackout piss into my mouth. <laughs> Just the zebra stripe yeah. wandering home from the bar. The zebra stripe zebra is standing yeah. above my face. It's just wasted beyond belief. 
I used to be somebody. Just pissing into my open mouth. I used to be somebody. Yeah. Uh, It's a lot of... A lot of experience for only two and a half percent of alcohol. I know. I feel like it owes us more alcohol as I know. apology, right? For this, but it's so much work. Yeah, and it doesn't help that the color does look like unhealthy urine. It really does. <clears throat> it even foams, me. which like that isn't uncommon for beer, right? But it is uncommon that you have to see it. <laughs> yeah, in a bottle, perfectly clear bottle. Yeah, full of. Like, this is the piss color that, like, a perfectly normal person can pee. Yeah. But it's when you see this color, you're like, ooh, I have not been drinking enough yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. This is like, oh, I'm dehydrated as hell. Yeah, it's not sick, but and it is no not healthy. No more coffee healthy. for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's disgusting. It's just, it's actually less unpleasant if I think about it as just off juice. Just juice that's gone bad. I'm like, this is juice with some weird flavors in it. And then it's like, well, it's fine. It's yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. bubbly. Yep. Bubbly bad juice. I am not a fan. That's well, not good. We have four more of these. Of course. Why do we have four more? Because it came in a six pack, man. <laughs> Who has done this to us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> well, mm. how are we going to even rate this? Oh, fuck. What scale is appropriate for what we've experienced today? I would put this on a scale uh-huh. with mixed beers. Okay. So you have like your red beers, your Micheladas, your mm. Brass Monkeys. Right. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah. Your Shandies. Sure. Like. That's that's this that's is, the category I'd put this into. This is worse than any of the above for me, experientially. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we've had micheladas where we have. Uh, they were bad. It was bad. It was a lot. It was rough. But that there was there was at least something playful about that. You know, this just it's it's like genuinely gentle readers i am experiencing pain every time i try to drink this beer my body is just saying like <laughs> pardon me <laughs> oh god see no, it's, it's just bad. trying to escape it's bad. <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's not like it's not fun it kind of hurts like yeah uh, this is this is bad it, the thing for me is with with a Michelada, uh-huh. which I think is the other thing dragging the bottom of this scale. God, yeah. At least the ones we tried. I have like heard that there's good ones out there, but the ones we've tried the were ones like we tried were not good. Pretty rough. Yeah. Uh at least I knew the use case. Right. I knew why it existed. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This stuff seems to be like positioning itself in the like Seagram's Cool Breeze slash uh, like uh, Mike's Hard kind of right. fruity, low alcohol, fun to drink kind of beverage space. The problem is it hurts your body when you try to consume it. This is this is the give it to your 13 year old daughter to keep her from drinking for three yes. extra years. Yes. This is like, yeah, this is what beer is. Uh huh. 
And then she'll be like, ew, God, that's disgusting, Mom. And it hurts my insides. My tooth go- just fell out of my head from that. <laughs> Mom, ew. Ew, I'm going to go back on TikTok. <laughs> complain about that. So just, just keep these. <laughs> yeah. I think for, I for think 12 years. They're going to go bad by then, Ben. <laughs> I don't think. They'll be even more effective. That's true. That's true. <laughs> If your daughter doesn't get botulism. <laughs> Look, you'll either be cured of alcoholism, a uh, future of alcoholism, or you'll get botulism. <laughs> it's all fine. Something's um, going to happen. I would give this a two. Because to my mind, anything lower than that, I would not finish. And I'm going to finish this. Okay. Okay. That's where I'm going. I'm, I am kind of like... I feel like it's Stockholm syndroming me. I'm getting more used to it. I'm not liking it necessarily, but I'm getting used to it. It's not as painful as it used to be. Uh, at the very end, when it's just like a little bit of the foam in your mouth and you're swallowing it, it kind of feels like getting fluoride at the dentist. Oh. They've got like a fruity fluoride and it just kind of tr- tickles in the back of your yeah. throat. Yeah. You're not supposed to drink that stuff either. Chemical fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But at least my teeth are probably hardened or whatever the fuck fluoride does. <laughs> feels bad. Yep. Uh, yeah, two feels about right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it. No, nah, I can't give it a three. It's like it's like getting stuck in my gut. I like I can feel it right behind my sternum. It feels like this this bitter sort of plasticiness that just sort of lives back there now. Gentle readers, the face that Ben is making, I can only describe as um Ardman-esque. <laughs> <laughs> like just all of the Wallace and Gromit people just like wide open, like you can see the upper teeth, but the lips are like extending beyond the edges of the rest <laughs> of the face. That's that's what he's that's what's happening. I I'm assuming that's involuntary. We should uh, probably take you to a doctor after completely this. Completely involuntary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's to move on. Mm. <laughs> okay. So next up we have uh, an item that was recommended to us mm-hmm. by a friend of the show, Megan. Uh, her oh. boyfriend, Ryan, oh. is a, is an aficionado in his own right, uh, but he lives in Portland, so we haven't gotten him on the podcast yet. Oh. But. Ryan, you should come to us, because I, I don't want to travel. Yeah, we're not going to go. We're not going to. This, yeah, this podcast is never going on tour. No. <laughs> Our North American tour is my house, Ben's house. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for the recommendation. Yeah, Brad. you're great. We appreciate your listenership. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. I don't know if he's actually listened to the show. We just God, I hope likes not. junk food. But oh yeah, the item that he recommended to us is one of those unholy unions, mm-hmm. weird combos. It's a Reese's cup. Oh. But that's not too weird. It's got potato chips in it. Oh, that's too weird. <laughs> because <laughs> Why would you put potato chips in a Reese's cup? <laughs> potato chips and chocolate aren't isn't a thing. Potato chips and peanut butter also isn't a thing. It's like they put they took ruffles and they put them inside a peanut butter cup. You shouldn't do that. No, but they did it. It feels so weird. I'm... Oh, and the picture is terrible. Uh, the peanut butter they use in a Reese's cup is already like pretty yeah. granular and pretty light. 
Yeah. And then like the crumbled up chips just look like. It kind of makes the whole thing look really dry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, in between like the crumbly clay you would dig a, a treasure chest in Egypt out of and like some early days unprocessed vomit. <laughs> Like, this hasn't been down there for very long. It's, yeah, no, 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 no. It's just come back up. Yeah, honestly, it looks like somebody put peanuts and uh, Ruffles chips into a mortar and pestle. Yeah. And they just got started. Yeah. You know, it's just like a couple of crunches in. Also, these are the big cups, so they're extra deep. And well, and that's never a good thing, because let's be honest, the only thing about Reese's peanut butter that makes it good is the fact that it's in chocolate. Inside of chocolate, yeah. And Increasing the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate is not a thing that's ever going to go well, which yeah, is hard, why the big cup isn't a popular version. On that one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> oh, we should read the ingredients. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ingredients. Mm. Milk chocolate. Mm. Parentheses. Sugar. Cocoa. Butter. Chocolate. Skim milk. Milk fat. Lactose. What? Skim milk. Also milk fat. Also, also lactose. lactose. Fascinating. Uh, lecithin, parentheses, soy. PGPR? PGPR? P- Isn't that a former Soviet state? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to PGPR. <laughs> PGPR soy your lecithin. I don't know. People's greater protectorate in Russia. <laughs> yeah, I got there. Yeah, it's just P- PGPR and parentheses. I have no idea what that is. Peanuts, sugar, dextrose, potatoes. Potatoes? Potatoes. Oh, for the chips, right. Okay. Uh, Sunflower oil contains 2% or less of salt, sea salt, TBHQ, and citric acid. What is up with these fucking acronyms? What, TBHQ? TBHQ. Isn't that that uh, that's George Lucas's um, sound uh, company, isn't it? Oh. Let's do the TBHQ noise together. I start high, you start low. Okay. <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> now, uh, TBHQ is actually what they call the Tampa Bay football team's headquarters. <laughs> Hey, you gonna go down to TBHQ later? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta s- sign a new cornerback. Whoa, neat! Where'd you find him? <laughs> Just wandering on the street. <laughs> Tampa's a crazy place, got man. Picked up by a dog catcher. <laughs> picked up by a dog catcher. That's good. It's a Woo. loose quarterback. Uh, okay, was that all the ingredients? That's it. Okay, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, not too bad, except for all the weird. Interesting that potato acronyms. chips. Sorry, I was only half paying attention because it I wasn't was doing potato chips. Corner. It was just potato. Yeah, that potato chips are not actually an ingredient in here. They just added potato. Yeah, I was I was told that this was a union of Reese's and Ruffles. Yeah, but it's not. It's no. just Ruffles style chips. Interesting. Ruffles appears nowhere as a brand on this. Mm. Ruffles have ridges. And so do Reese's. And so do Reese's. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, crunchy. Mmm. It's a bit of an odd experience. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how I feel about that. It's so much sharper than any peanut butter cup I've ever encountered. Yeah. Because, like, you expect the crunchiness to sort of be like the crunchiness of crunchy peanut butter or something. But instead, it's like, it's it's potato chip style crunchiness, which is kind of, it's like rice cake kind of thing, where it just sort of collapses when you chew on it. It's almost like like you half expect this to be because it's been recently frozen or something like that. Hmm. Okay, I could see that. And what's crazy to me, I don't know about you, but like looking at at the bite that I took, there is no identifiable potato chip in there. I feel like there's cavities in mine. I feel like okay. I, the potato chunks came out. Okay. It's that it's that it's color. Okay. All of the potato chunks have sort of blended in. Like I'm pretty sure that's one there. Oh, okay. But like color-wise, it's all one sh- like they're very shade. much uniform. Mhm. So this is actually the photo on the package, well horrifying. It's a misrepresentation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much, much higher contrast. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. I was expecting the the potato chip to add, like, saltiness or something. Yeah. It doesn't really. No. It's just an odd crunch. And it's so sweet. Maybe it's been a while since I had a Reese's cup, but no, holy shit. No, I was shit. thinking the same thing. This is, like, sickly sweet. It's, it's over brutally sweet. Uh-huh. I'm drinking passion fruit, half a Fizen, to like cool down mm-hmm. the sweetness and and wolf. Mm-hmm. I do not want another. No, me neither. Yeah, that is an upsetting experience. Yeah, it's too big. Yeah, yeah. The big cup is too big. It is. It's yes. No, I think that's the problem. I think if this were thinner, if this were like a regular peanut butter cup, then it might be more passable. But as is, by the end, it's just, it's just too much. It's brutal. It's not, it's not okay. It's vicious. It's cruel. Yeah, man. I don't like that. It's sitting weirdly with me. And I, I too, am, am drinking the passion fruit beer to wash it away. Oh. Man, what a letdown. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to that one. Me too. I thought it'd be good. But instead it was this. And it's not... It's hard to quite put my finger on why it's bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's so that the the flavor is not significantly different from mm-hmm. a regular Reese's big cup, right? Right. It's functionally the same. Mm-hmm. The texture <laughs> is different, but that isn't in a like fun and playful, interesting way. It it gets overwhelming because the Reese's P- Big Cups are like already so so sweet that like yeah. by the end of it you're kind of like done with it. But when you add on top of that, it's so sweet and also it's got an odd texture to adjust to. It's just it's just I feel like my mouth is overstimulated. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's a bit much. Well, and I don't know if this was the case with yours, with mm. mine, it the chip shards were like actually kind of sharp and it felt like a bit of a challenge to successfully eat it without mm, mm, stabbing mm. myself in the mouth yeah yep 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 yep. and that just made like the overwhelming sweetness sort of like a background noise that like sort of snuck up on me by the time i was done chewing it i was like whoa Ugh. yeah yeah it felt like a challenge yeah throughout challenge food yeah ew ew how do we rate this I mean, there's plenty of peanut butter cups. That's true. That's true. I think my favorite are the Trader Joe's. 
Those are really good. Those are really good. Like the dark chocolate ones. Yeah. 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 Mm. Theo's also has some really good ones. Oh, yeah. They do like the peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the worst peanut butter cup, though? I mean, I feel like I've had peanut butter cups that were like too healthy, you know, oh. like peanut butter cups that are like, oh, I'm a healthy peanut butter cup. And it just ends up kind of like tasting like gross. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose you could argue that that's worse than this, but like. This is a major letdown. I will say I would eat one of these over a white chocolate Reese's. Oh. I think I might too. Yeah. Which which leaves this. And I mean, Anna, the worst, like a white chocolate Reese's is as far as like our lowest possible points on our scales go. Mm-hmm. That's not that bad. No, no. Completely edible as opposed to a lot of our, our lowest. Yes. Yes. Points. But if you're just measuring on that scale, like mm-hmm. a white chocolate Reese's to like a like a Theo mm-hmm. really fancy one. This is a this is a one. Yeah. It just barely edges it out. Yeah. 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 On the like objective scale where like where five is edible, then it's a five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might give it like a four and a half. <laughs> it, was a, it was a bit of a challenge to it, eat. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, on the peanut butter cup scale, this is a one. Yeah, it's bad. Ben, we're having a hard time today. Damn it. Should we see if it gets any better? (laughs) All right. So our next item is similarly from the Mars Corporation. Are these both owned by the same? I think they are. Anyway, it's another candy item. This is crunchy cookie flavored M&M chocolate candies. It's the green M&Ms on the front. She's less sexy now because I guess she wears uh, Converse instead of high heels or something. It made Tucker Carlson real mad. Everybody's mad. Yep. And you might have seen these in the stores. Valerie has almost bought these multiple times. (laughs) They appear to have cookies inside. It's just a little cookie ball with some chocolate on it. Yeah. Great. Is it a cookie or is it an M&M? We're about to find out. Yeah. Would you like to hear what the ingredients are? Fuck yeah. All right. Pardon me. I just got to get some of that passion fruit beer out of the way. Okay. All right. <laughs> the ingredients are milk chocolate, which is sugar, cocoa butter, chocolate, skim milk, lactose, milk Good. fat, soy lectin, PGPR. Here's again. It's back. Huh. Salt, natural and artificial flavors. Also, sugar, crisp rice, which is rice flour, sugar, barley, malt extract, salt, dextrose, mixed taco ferrules to maintain freshness. Also, less than cookies out of crisp rice. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem very cookie-ish to me. No. Didn't they have like a crunchy one? The there was the like crunch, crunchy M and M that had the orange guy, right? Crispy ones. Yeah, I thought those were crisp. Interesting. Okay, less than two percent of cornstarch, corn syrup, dextrin colors includes blue one lake yellow six red 40 yellow five blue one carnabu wax natural and artificial flavors and gum acacia may contain peanuts tree nuts and wheat so are these so, just the crispy m&ms i think they might just be some cris- like food coloring in them they might just be crispy m&ms with like a little bit more flavoring in them maybe weird yeah well these are ugly they are ugly as hell 
and they're much smaller than I anticipated. Are like pocked. They look like asteroids. Yeah. And you got completely different colors than I did. Wow. Look like at that. entirely. We both have We both have orange. orange. Yeah. And you got green and yellow and purple, and I got blue and red and orange. Well, I got green and yellow and brown. Yeah, I guess it's sort of a purpley brown. Yeah. Why is it brown instead of purple? I don't know. I had some friends who were really angry with it. They didn't go with uh, purple as the new color for M&M's because they, they couldn't make rainbow M&M's anymore. Hmm. Yeah, very upset. Hmm. Gosh, that was like 2003. <laughs> um, I'm old. Uh, yeah, they look like M&M's, but like they look like M&M's that got hit by a truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they look like. Yeah, you they, know how... Yeah. Kind of beaten up and swollen. <laughs> like Skittles. They look like Skittles. Yes, they are Skittle-sized. Exactly. They're Skittle-sized and like Skittles if you like leave them in the package for too long. Yeah. And they get like bounced around. They get like those little white spots. Yep, yep. And like trauma points. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell these M&Ms. These M&Ms look like they've been through they've some They've been shit. through some stuff. Yeah. 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 Should we eat them? Yes. All right. Chewing sounds. They're definitely not as crunchy as the crispy M&M's. They're softer overall. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not actually tasting any like cookie flavor here. If anything, it's like a little bit funfetti. Mm-hmm. 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 It's the flavor I'm getting. It's not bad. Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't know why they're calling them crispy, crunchy cookie yeah. M&M's instead of like funfetti party cake M&M's. Yeah. I feel like that's a vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a trend. Totally. Oh, this one's really fucked up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're they're far more varied in size and shape than most M&Ms are. Yeah, that's pretty. Also, none of the M's are actually stamped on correctly. <laughs> that's not true. I found one. The rest are all like, they look kind of fucked up. If you gave this to me and just said, hey, this is a new kind of M&M, I'd be like, oh, neat. It's like a kind of a kind of a crunchy, crispy one. Neat. Mm-hmm. Cool. The cookie thing, I was really expecting something with more like, I don't know, more body to it. You know, if I'm switching it back around, I'm trying to think of what it reminded me of. A little bit of it is like those uh, crispy Easter egg candies. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a little bit of it is what it actually tastes like to have a chocolate chip cookie with M&M instead of chocolate chips. Oh. And it's actually pretty close to that. Yeah, you're right. It is. Which, you know, okay, respect. I don't know if I ever would have gotten there if it didn't say cookie on the package. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But having been brought there, I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. That's good. That's good. Well, for the sake of uh, portioning out our calories correctly, we have to finish this. Bag. Oh, of course. So chewing sounds. Chew, chewing, ch- ch- chewing sounds. Chew. What if you just suck on one? It's just the tiniest bit of chocolate around them. Mm-hmm. Center. Yep, I'm getting a look at it because I can't help myself. It was 100% just puffed rice. Yeah, it's like a Whopper. That's just what it is. Uh Uh-huh. It's It's like like, an unmalted Whopper. It's like a a Rice Krispie got smushed a little bit. Yeah. So slightly smushed Rice Krispie. Interesting. 
half a of a Rice Krispie treat had been like homogenized in texture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what I mean, I guess an M and M scale is totally feasible. Totally doable. Yeah. What's the worst M M&M, and M though? The worst. I know my M&M. favorite, but yeah, I really don't like the pretzel ones. I don't I think they make I those anymore. Pretzel ones. I didn't like them. I don't really like peanut M and M's. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's my top. Peanut butter M and M's are my top. Peanut butter M and M's are a very close second. So good. <laughs> very close second. But the the peanut ones, I miss. You just you're not into it. No. Did you ever have the almond M and M's? I'm trying to remember if I did. They were a bit much for yeah. me. Yeah. Just too big. Too big. Almond is a lot of nut to get into a, an M&M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the M&M scale itself is pretty flat, though. That's true. Right? Because, like, if someone gives me, like, hey, look, I found some pretzel M&Ms from, like, 2012. Would you like some? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Why not? Yeah. But I will I will buy me a peanut M&M. Like if it if I'm checking out at the checkout stand and there's peanut M&Ms that are right there looking at me, like takes some pretty intense willpower to not impulse buy them, you know. I get that with peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. Like it's a very it's a very flat scale. Yeah. And even so, I would put these at like a like a six, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That you know what that yeah that feels perfectly right to me. A six. A six feels right. Like these are good. Yeah. They're good. They're passable. I don't know They're if fine. I'm like gonna seek them out again, mm. but uh, if they keep on being free in the snack room, I right. probably <laughs> get a couple more bags. If if Mark Zuckerberg pe- keeps playing for it, then why the yeah. hell not? I don't mind. All right, thanks, Zuck. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we should end every segment. <laughs> thanks, Zuck. <laughs> Zuck on this. <laughs> hey. Hey, you got a you got a mole in your crew? In my crew? A huh? mole? Yeah, you think of one of you guys have been selling you out? Maybe. Somebody leaking leaking info to the cops? Oh, one of your rival gangs? Oh. You got a rat? You got a snitch? But do I? Yeah, I think I think you might. <laughs> I know every gang has has somebody who's snitching at least a little bit. Oh and no! That's why you gotta try my service. Snitch fix. <clears throat> so one time, one time sign up, and then uh, a twenty dollars subscription every month. And uh, well, when you find out who the snitch is, we'll take care of them for you. If you know what I mean. I signed up for snitch fix, and let me just say, problem took care of itself. Let's just say there's a hill in New Jersey that gets a little bit taller, probably two or three times a month. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say there might be a problem as those lakes near Las Vegas start to dry up. Let's just say uh, sea level rising isn't just because of climate change, if you know what I mean. Let's just say I got a lot of barrels and no crude oil to go in them. (laughs) Let's just say if uh, we opened a cement shoe store, you could call us Payless, all right? Let's just say I might be a vegetarian, but I love raisin hugs. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's just say we got more lead than a Roman aqueduct. <laughs> let's just say my niece's smoothie shops went out of business and we needed something to do with all the blenders. <laughs> oh. oh, that's right. So try Snitch Fix. And uh, for a limited time, use our discount code. You fucking murder, y'all. <laughs> They get 25% of someone's head taken off. My gang uses Snitchfit, and even though we haven't had to employ their services yet, I only have positive things to... Vinny, what are you doing? Vinny, no, God, no, no, no! I swear they didn't give me any of their options, Vinny! No! I know it was you! Dog! I God! knew it was you, Dog! you son of a bitch! Dog! Dog! You made me do this! I know it's just pistons. He wound up in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Trash Food for Garbage People is brought to you by the great big bright ball in the sky. <laughs> you, you know, the, um, fuck. Uh, it's, 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 it's real big. Well, maybe it's not that it's far away up there. I know this is the, the shiny guy. It's got, no, 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 no. That's, that's Mario. No, uh, it's, oh God, God. oh God. It's, uh, the source of all life on earth. Uh, it it releases Rapunzel. No, I think it's something else. something else. That's something else. Uh, it's, um. Big old, big old ball. Oh God! Streetlight? No. Um, rises in the east, sets in the west. Or is it the other way around? Shit. No, I think you got that right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, okay. It's Anthony I'll just, Hopkins. I'll just. <laughs> just. <laughs> Source of all life on Earth. Uh, uh, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Rises in the east. Sets rises in the west. east. Sets in the west. Brighter. Brighter than anything in the universe. Right, 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 right. When you stare at it, it hurts. Yeah, it's bad for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Made of a hundred trillion massive explosions all at once constantly. Right. For for millions of years of just hydrothermal explosions happening constantly. Right. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. This episode of Trash Food for Garbage (laughs) People is brought to you by Anthony Hopkins. Use the discount code TONY to (laughs) have... Anthony Hopkins power convert convert cells placed on the uh, roof roof of your home. Twenty twenty two is the last year where Washington State you can get the Anthony Hopkins power tax credit. So uh, act fast so that you can collect more Anthony Hopkins. And when he dies, then we're just gonna have to find someone else and switch to him. Somebody mm, like Timothy Chalamet, maybe? If he's a good actor still. I don't know. You could also go with like Will Poulter. That's kind of like a deep a deep cut, but like who knows? He could he could turn out really great. Uh he uh Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Get Hopkins voltaic cells on your roof. <laughs> Hopkins voltaic cells. Uh, so don't look at it too brightly, because the, the 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 brilliance of of his a- acting skills will make you go to the bathroom. <laughs> a- Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> okay. Well, next up we have. 
<laughs> Something from the freezer aisle. Uh-huh. Uh, there's so much going on in this box, I can't even tell what I'm supposed to read. Garden Lights Veggies Made Great, I think, is the name of the company. I think Garden Lights, Garden Lights. is the company, and the, the line is oh, okay. the Veggies Made Great line. Make veggies great again. <laughs> Vaga. Uh, <laughs> these are Ninja Power muffins. <laughs> oh, no. Made with zucchini and spinach. Ah! Veggies are our number one ingredient. Uh, somehow, ninjas aren't their number one ingredient. Somehow. I can't tell what is ninja about these muffins. Yeah. But they are so ugly. Yes. Even they in the picture, they're like look, these tiny flat pucks. Yeah. Greenish oh, Like pucks. greenish. Yeah. I'm yeah. not excited for this. Find these veggies in our Ninja Power muffins. And there's like a picture of all of them. I like that one of the veggies is chocolate chips. <laughs> is that? Let me let me see. There's, there's spinach, oats, zucchini, chocolate chips, and cocaine? <laughs> Just some white powder. <laughs> Okay, well, let's find out what white yeah. powder it is. Ingredients. Zucchini. Sugar. That's okay. white powder. All right. Here, there we go. Zucchini. Sugar. Egg whites. Whole eggs. Interesting. Huh. Rolled oats. Mm. Uh, semi-sweet chocolate chips. Parentheses. Organic cane sugar. Unsweetened chocolate. Cocoa butter. And parentheses. Spinach. Brown rice flour. Sorghum flour. Corn fiber. Corn starch. Canola oil. Corn fiber? Yes. Interesting. It just like took the shockings. <laughs> we take the shockings <laughs> and we turn the shockings into muffins. Ninja muffins. And you eat the muffins and then you become one with the shockings. <laughs> <laughs> then you can go out and do God's work in the world. Be- become shockings. Join the flock. <laughs> Be the shockings you want to see in the world. <laughs> you can do it, children. <laughs> My children of the zucchini. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but I kind of like him. <laughs> uh, just, he's the father of the corn, apparently. <laughs> Stephen King doesn't know shit. <laughs> I'm the Stephen Emperor, motherfucker. <laughs> Quick child, bring me a zucchini muffin. I'm starting to feel my aches. <laughs> There's rain coming. I gotta soak my toes. <laughs> I like this old guy. He's he's cute. He's yeah. He's he's harmless. I don't think that's true. Blood for the blood moon. Blood <laughs> for the blood moon. Children, go gather up some foreigners. Bake your bones into my zucchini bread. Just some outsiders. Those who have tasted of the flesh were all vegetarian here. Except for chicken. Our special ingredient is children's blood. (laughs) (laughs) We literally put love into every muffin. Look, look, you're the one who came to a secluded mono-religious community during the solstice. If you weren't expecting to be sacrificed, you haven't watched enough movies. (laughs) (laughs) And that's on you, and so is this flaming helmet. (laughs) Succumb, succumb to the spirit of the corn zucchini. Ever since that asshole Ari Aster made that movie about those racists living in Sweden, everyone thinks that we're just like them, but we're not. We only kill two people a year. 
what's over there? Anyway, corn fiber, corn yeah. starch. <laughs> that's all started from corn fiber. <laughs> Canola oil, flaxseed meal, leavening, baking powder. Natural caramel flavor and salt. Florence Pugh was really good in that film. She's just an amazing actress. <laughs> Uh, real up and coming talent. All right. I'm 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 excited for her for to, to get the Marvel money, but I'm worried I won't see her in as many of their indie darlings now. <laughs> Honestly, she was the standout in Little Women, and that cast was stacked. That was uh, truly, truly. <laughs> and then you see her in Hawkeye, and you're like, "What are you doing, girl? Like, get out there and play Hamlet." <laughs> Some shit. Well, she was eating mac and cheese, is what she was doing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to blame her for that. Don't Maggie. get me wrong. She was hilarious. But, you know, I haven't just you know. made that show too. Blood it's for the blood moon. Blood for the blood moon. <laughs> uh, Tyson. Yeah. Ooh, I'm I would silly. like you to look at this entire box uh-huh. and to come up with a single thing because I've already drawn a blank. Come up with a single thing about it that has anything to do with ninjas, except for the fact that it has the word ninja in front of the word power. Oh my god! Anything that has to do with ninjas, anything even faintly. Fuck. Uh, th- okay, there's one. Okay, I got one. Oh really? Yes, actually, yes. Because Valerie works in the world of corporate nonsense. Okay. Um and ninja has become part of the language of corporate nonsense. Oh, sure. Like her I'm pretty sure her name is her team is called like the Strategy Ninjas. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She was given a ninja mug for Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, why were you given this? And she said, because we're the strategy ninjas. And I said, why are you the strategy ninjas? <laughs> and she said, cultural appropriation. And I said, okay. <laughs> so my guess is this is Ninja Power Muffins because the target consumer of this muffin is somebody who owns a Peloton. <laughs> right. So that's, this is, this that's is the for best like I got. The coding ninja. Exactly. Yes. Who's like wants to make it look like they eat at Whole Foods, but they don't. Oh, you're right. The yeah. branding is very Whole Foods. Very Whole Foods. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just brought these. Uh, nin- ninja muffins from home. I make them myself. Yeah, have of... you tried a ninja muffin? They're really good. <laughs> Gonna go see Florence Pugh performing Hamlet. Later. Oh my god! Oh my god! They're turtles. <gasps> They're the They're turtles. Ninja turtle They're the ninja turtles. <laughs> Wait! What? Holy shit! What the fuck? <laughs> what? Wait! Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? These are the ninja fucking turtles. What the fuck? <laughs> They literally have pictures of Ninja Turtles have, on the package. Well, this one's called Donatello. This is, I got a Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> How is that nowhere on the box? I don't understand. <laughs> How is this a branded Ninja Turtles food that doesn't have any Ninja Turtles branding until you've already bought the food? <laughs> What the hell? Wait, give me that box again. Wait, no. Where? Oh, no. How? Okay, okay. And they didn't even give us a Mikey. No, there's one Michelangelo. Oh, thank God. Okay. okay. There's, there's literally no way on earth that 
a zucchini spinach freezer muffin is targeted at children. No. <laughs> no way on it earth. It can't be. Also, the the packaging says 2014 Viacom at the bottom. Oh, okay. So, so what happened? All right. G- give me the narrative. Spin, t- spin me your tail. <laughs> Somebody at the fucking Garden Lights. Uh-huh. Got a ripping deal on some packages that were already printed and never sold. Oh. And had the Ninja Turtles on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just used them for their weird veggie things. He doesn't say Ninja Power Muffins on here, except no. in, like, printed on script. Okay. This doesn't say... This is a Donatello muffin. Right, it right, just right. says Donatello. Yeah. On. So I'm, I'm get, I'm okay. I've got two different narratives competing in my brain at once. One is, first of all, I've still not adjusted to the fact that this is reality. Like I feel like I'm living through a plot twist. So, so fucking weird. So option A is is what you described, right? These are packages that were meant for like. Like for uh, this could be for little toys, of, even. Yeah, toys, an assortment of candies for trick or treaters, just like individually wrapped uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014 animated movie branded stuff. Option B, the muffins are green. That's true. I could imagine someone being like, "Hey, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle branded freezer muffins. You just microwave them. You give them to your kids' lunch. It's fine." But because they are made out of fucking zucchini and spinach, <laughs> the children said no. <laughs> that you said, "Hey, children, would you like the muffin?" They said, "Oh, wow, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Great." And then they took a bite, and then the children said. No, <laughs> but the fact that the packaging says copyright 2014 Viacom on it, yeah, it's really weird. I just, gentle readers, I know literally everyone listening to this show personally, I'm pretty sure, but if any one of you have any connection whatsoever <laughs> to the Garden Lights Veggie Made Great brand corporate structure whatever the hell <laughs> also the picture really undersells how green these things are <laughs> it looks green on the box and they're so much greener i can't is there any dyes in this no no natural caramel flavor yeah there's no coloring what? in this at all i feel like i need like like a jamie loftus style like six episode deep dive <laughs> podcast just about these muffins just figure out what the fuck just happened. like Finish up Ghost Church and then get on this. Um, I also love how the packaging has like a huge empty spot below the Michelangelo like yeah. dash line, and all of their heads are smashed. Yep, <laughs> like every single one of their faces is like crimped across. There's there's a story here. Yeah, and, there has to be, and we just don't know it. Oh my gosh. See, I was preparing for the plot twist of how to prepare these muffins, which now feels kind of <laughs> anticlimactic. Gentle readers, how do you prepare a muffin? Is it in the microwave? Oh, no. If you did, how long would you need to microwave it for? Is it 20 seconds? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Heat muffin in bag on high for 20 seconds. Caution, bag will be hot! Um... <laughs> uh, and they just didn't even mention it's a Ninja Turtles bag. Yeah. 
<laughs> it should say that <laughs> from Frozen. Heat muffin in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Copyright <laughs> trademark. Two thousand fourteen Ninja Turtles. Twenty fourteen Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I ch- this. Uh, <laughs> life is a beautiful mystery. <laughs> uh, shall we let's cook go, our muffins? Let's go microwave these bad boys. Are we recording again? Yes. Okay, good. Bag is hot. I just still can't. I still can't get over the fact, gentle readers. I cannot understate this. I cannot overstate how <laughs> whatever how little indication there was that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> were at all involved in this in this project. It was actively subverted it feels like this was like when matt damon showed up in interstellar <laughs> like what the fuck is he doing here <laughs> this would be like if matt damon's character in interstellar was played by jar jar Binks. <laughs> like uh-huh. matt damon is uh-huh. a, a, an actor who shows up in epic movies mm-hmm. about things and does uh-huh. serious roles this is so much more left field than uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They, they took this thing, which is a Ninja Turtles bag uh-huh. with a weird green muffin inside of it. And uh-huh. they were like, they targeted it towards like 30-something young professional women. Exactly. Peloton owners. Peloton owners. And what's the Venn diagram overlap between fans of the 2014 computer animated teenage mutant ninja turtles so uh, you know from from what i've heard the 2014 era cg <laughs> tmnt tv show and subsequent films are actually pretty high regarded <laughs> from shellheads just fy information pretty highly regarded specifically among peloton owners <laughs> the peloton owner shellhead community is we have our own discord it's actually one of the peloton classes you could take it's just <laughs> playing lots of teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah 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 will you ride your weird bike the voice actor for leonardo shows up sometimes he's weirdly fat actually doesn't smell bad no it's sticky it's very sticky it smells kind of like a twinkie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit more I flowery expecting. i think yeah chewing sounds it's very moist mm-hmm. which i mean you know it's microwaved it's actually pretty good it's yeah it's fine a little bit mealy uh-huh yeah it tastes like zucchini bread yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like a zucchini bread muffin mm-hmm. yeah if you have a bite that doesn't have any chocolate in it then it's a little bit like mm-hmm. But with the chocolate, it sort of smooths everything out, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. Like, the sweetness is really helpful for it to be... It's, it's, this is good. This is pretty good. Yeah. And besides being extra green, the actual food product is exactly what I was expecting, yes. basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it tastes better, actually. Than yeah, I was no, I was anticipating box. something a lot uh, denser. Like, it's surprisingly, like, light. Well, this is exactly what was sold on the box. Yeah. Just yeah. for some reason, has a Ninja Turtles uh-huh. <laughs> wrapper. <laughs> yes, no, you're right. This is exactly what it says on the box, with the exception <laughs> of some truly unexpected and unnecessary Ninja Turtles branding. Absolutely baffling.
how do we scale this? <laughs> because like we can just evaluate the food stuff. But let's be real. That's kind of boring. <laughs> the thing that's interesting about this food was the process of opening a Whole Foods knockoff branded health food and discovering <laughs> the raddest dudes of 1995 <laughs> in their 2014 versions. Uh, how, do, how, how do we evaluate and engage with this in uh, a meaningful way? Is that even a good idea? I don't know. I feel like a muffin scale is there, but it's so boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so muffin scale. Let's just do a muffin scale and assume that the low end of the muffin is like day-old brand muffin. You know, like brand muffins are already a little a little too moist. And then when you leave them out and they get they get stale, they're like just like hard. Right. Yeah. That's that's the low end. And then the high end is like like what what's a high end like a really high quality like chocolate chip muffin or like ooh a morning glory muffin from McCrina bakery ooh mm. okay that stuff will get you this is like a 6 yeah it's honestly pretty it's good it's fine yeah i'm going to enjoy eating the other ones yeah so in terms of plot twists <laughs> <laughs> okay okay low end of the scale is ray palpatine <laughs> I will defend The Last Jedi till my dying breath. I love that movie. On what am, grounds will you defend that it? It is a beautiful work of art that engages with the canon in very interesting ways. Ooh, uh, we can start an entire separate podcast about us talking about just The Last Jedi. We can but... do that. We can do that. That's fine. But I... wait. Last Jedi, I like Rise of Skywalker. I thought. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. Last Jedi, big. Okay, actually, double plus good. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say it's double plus good, but it does some really cool stuff. Yeah, yes. I, I like it, and it set up some really interesting <laughs> things that Rise of Skywalker was just like, nah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The the Ray Palpatine reveal is for me. Ugh, that's unfortunate. Plot twist. It's trash. Plot, it's a bad one. Yes. All three movies are worse because of that. Because plot you know twist. where it's going. Yeah. Yep. 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 So um, that's true of actually almost everything in Rise of Skywalker. Yes. It makes everything about the other two movies worse. My favorite part was the uh, dagger that only worked if you were standing at, like, that was like just it's one pre- pretty great. spot at a planet. Pretty great. It's like some ancient dagger that has to be held up to, like, one specific wreck. Uh huh. Yeah, but it's ancient. What? So has that wreck been there for like a hundred thousand years? Yeah, probably. It's ancient. How do you? But it didn't move. Explain that how time, it didn't. You know, and decompose like wrecks do because it's in water, especially. <clears throat> yeah, not corrosive at all. Ocean water. I also liked how they kept threatening to kill a major character and then just didn't. Yeah. Chewbacca's dead. No, no he's, he's not. not. C-3PO's dead. No, oh, he's not. He's not. <laughs> But Princess Leia was dead because Carrie Fisher actually died. Yeah. And that was sad as hell. Yeah. Anyway. And they didn't do a very good job of like, riding around it. They killed her. Yeah. In The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're going to bring her back. Like, you could have just. Could have just let her stay dead. No. Yeah. You had the opportunity. Uh-huh. And it would have been very poetic for her to get killed by her own evil son and have that be like a whole character thing. For him, hundred percent. Knowing that he did that, yeah, 
that would have been interesting. Yeah. But instead, they're like, no, she has the force now, and she survived, and well, that's someone else's problem to yeah, film yeah. a whole other movie with this character uh-huh. who no longer has an actress. <laughs> rough. It's rough stuff. Anyway, well, what's the best plot twist? The then? best plot twist. Um, best plot twist that I've experienced. Probably from a TV show. The best plot twist that I've experienced was probably Sherlock season two, Moriarty just offing himself on the roof of that building. Mm. It's just like, and again, don't like, you don't have to watch that show beyond season two. In fact, I probably wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) If you really liked it, watch season three. If you really, really liked it, pretend that season four never happened. I didn't even know that there was a season four. That stopped paying attention. As it should be. Yeah, that that was a plot twist that like it came out of nowhere. It was like, oh god, what's gonna happen now? And it was just super unexpected and really shocking. And like, and it it forced the story to go into some interesting directions. Yeah, for the last ten minutes that was left in the <laughs> season. Maybe that's a bad example. Uh, I would say Tyler Durden. Oh, as far as plot twists go, yeah, that's a good one. That's about as good as I've ever seen. That's a really good one. Okay, now now I'm thinking back into my like good movie history. Memento, Memento has a bunch of them. Fantastic. Memento is basically plot twist after plot twist after right. plot twist. That's true. Also, the plot twist in Tenet, where the movie didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that movie, but it doesn't make, it any, doesn't make fucking any sense. sense. No oh sense at gosh. all. Woo. Um, so on that scale, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker to uh, Fight Club. Tyler, yeah, Fight Club. What's the, what's the plot twist of the? This is like an eight. This might be my favorite this, thing that's ever happened to yeah. us on this podcast. <laughs> the greatest plot twist of my entire <laughs> life. Uh, that I've been personally involved in, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 100%. Like, yep. I give it, I give it like, yeah, eight or a nine, it probably. Was lo- it was great. It was amazing. It's highly recommend. It was so special. So, um, gentle readers, if you have a, a loved one who doesn't listen to this show and you want to give them the kind of experience that we just had, you know what to look for. <laughs> just bring it home. And be like, yeah, these seem just like some interesting little frozen microwavable muffins. They look all healthy for you. And then inside you'll be like, hey, there's, fucking turtles. there's turtles in here. And then it's the nicest touch of the, the food actually not being disgusting. Yeah, the food is not disgusting. That's yeah, surprisingly. Pretty all right. Turtles in a half shell. <laughs> Turtle power. <laughs> All right, so now we're on to our second drink of the episode. Um, this is not a unholy mashup. This is not a chimera. This is just weird as hell. This is um, pure brand Cherry Boondi Performance Tart Cherry Juice. The instructions say drink eight ounces post-workout for maximum recovery benefits. I don't know what they mean by that. (laughs) Uh, Shake well, refrigerate after opening. 180 tart cherries in every bottle. Respect the ritual. Don't know what that means either. Nature's secret weapon for enhanced recovery. www.cherrybundy.com It is 100% (laughs) juice. 
Let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. It is 100% juice. Its ingredients are 100% tart cherry juice, not from concentrate. It's uh, non-GMO project verified. Uh, and that's all we got about whatever this is. Oh, my God. Look at that sediment. Look at all that. Ooh. Yeah. That's oh, thick. Wow. So the reason why we put this into our unholy union slash like mm. alternate reality uncanny valley is like cherries are a juicy thing. Yes. But no one drinks cherry juice. No. Why not? We're about to find out. I We're think. about to find out. But like this is one of those things that like in an alternate universe cherry juice could be as normal as grape juice totally normal yep cherries and grapes basically the same size truly except one has a pit like one has a pit and the other one you can skin and pretend it's eyeballs when you're but like not very many berries actually like blackberry juice Mm -mm. raspberry juice strawberry juice juice, blueberry juice we don't juice our berries yeah why don't we why don't we juice our berries i don't know except for the crayon cranberry juice yeah which famously um who is that? Uh, that's your dog. Yeah, no, that's my dog. The comedian. The one who always talks about food. Hot pockets. Oh, Jim Gaffigan. Yes, Jim Gaffigan famously says that cranberries are the sluts of the juice world. <laughs> because their cranberry juice goes in everything. I'm really worried about this. So, Ben, when my uh, dad went on his first health kick, I'm going to really, love this. Sorry, go on. Ooh. Oh my! I'm gonna like this so much. It smells exactly like like canned like uh, cherry pie filling. Yeah. Okay, so before I drink, what this, were you gonna say? When my yeah. dad went on one of his first big health kicks, one of the things he got into was drinking like raw cranberry juice, cool. which is like the most acidic shit. <laughs> it is like, whoo! It's rough, like. You know that feeling that's sort of left over in your mouth if you're like just about to vomit or like you don't quite vomit, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like that's what it feels like to drink raw cranberry juice. Uh. He would cut it with water and stuff um, and do shots of it. I don't know if it was like recommended for a health issue if you had a kidney stone. I don't know. But um, I'm worried that this will be like that because I tried some of it once and that was a mistake. Oh, of the cranberry juice? The cranberry juice. So, so. I don't know if this is going to apply to you because it's a very personal experience, but mm. in the house I grew up in, there was a pie oh, cherry tree in our front yard. Ah. So I grew up eating very, very, very tart cherries oh. straight off of the tree. And this smells like my childhood. <laughs> Are we going to give you some nostalgia flashbacks? Yeah, like my mom would make cherry pies from, from the, the tree in the front the yard. cherries from our front yard and it's, so pie cherries are like tartar and Specifically less sweet quite quite sour yeah oh let's do it yeah it's tart but it's not like it's not it's not near near as sour as i was expecting yeah i was expecting something sort of like uh, like like lemon juice citrus sort of like pucker your lips kind Mm -hmm. of thing but it's just got a little zing to it it's not nearly as intensive experience as i was expecting no does it remind you of childhood yeah it does oh it's delightful tell me what you're feeling and thinking just close your eyes and go back to that place it's it's like late summer Mm -hmm. 
It's hot. It's mm-hmm. Spokane, so you know it's like mid eighties, high eighties, maybe in the nineties. And like we're just like running around. I'm probably like ten. Mm-hmm. It was a great climbing tree. Oh, you could climb up into it and just hang out and eat cherries all evening. Just hang out and eat cherries. Maybe some of the neighbors are over. Mm-hmm. We're running around hitting water balloons. So we would uh, fill up a water balloon just barely. Okay. You put in like just enough to like have a fill little out the bit shape of, of it, but not okay. s- stretch it at all. Uh huh. And at that point, they're basically indestructible because uh-huh. <laughs> they will flex a huge amount because uh-huh. none of the flex is taken yet. So we would just abuse them as hard as we possibly could. So this is one of the memories that I like associate with this kind of experience. Uh-huh. We would take these like barely inflated filled water balloons and we'd throw them up on the roof okay, uh, of the garage and they would land and roll back. And as they rolled off <gasps> and fell down, we would hit them with baseball bats into the garage door as hard <laughs> as we possibly could. And they wouldn't break. The whole process, they wouldn't break. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. They're... <laughs> They're basically indestructible. Like Beautiful. we would do that for like hours with just one water balloon. Wow. And eventually it would like spring a small leak and then we'd have to like get a different one. But wow. that's the type of thing that I'm thinking of. That's amazing. Kids these days will never understand. They're all too busy on their OnlyFans or whatever. Ticking talks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's actually really good. That's that's super nice. Yeah. What are the the health warnings <laughs> on this? Yeah, why are you only supposed to drink eight ounces of it? Yeah. Okay, three servings per day, 100 calories. It's got potassium in it, but hardly any. 8% of the recommended daily value. 25 grams of sugar. I don't... I assume... That there's some bodybuilding forum out there that, like, right next to a thread of, like, I don't know. I don't know if you know this. Bodybuilding forums specifically are famous for being places where people do awful things on the internet and get away with it. <laughs> um, I don't know why it's bodybuilding forums, but it is. So, uh, right underneath a thread of creep shots, there's probably a thread that explains exactly why cherry juice is like the recovery thing what why recovery are you recovering energy are you just recovering like is it is it kind of like a gatorade kick your addiction yeah (laughs) you're recovering from opioid addiction uh i wonder if it's like a kind of like a gatorade thing where it's like a just just refill those electrolytes yeah Hmm. And why like do we need to respect the ritual? It's not ne- this the the whole vibe of this yeah product is that this is going to be unpleasant. Yes. Like you'll get something else out of this that's not flavor. Don't worry about the flavor. This uh-huh. is this is for other reasons. Respect the ritual. Just do it. Just yeah. like this will help you like the whole thing about this yeah, is the like... the black and red branding. This is going to suck. Like, no pain, no gain. Yeah. This is going to be like an unpleasant experience, but it's worth it for your health or whatever. Yeah. 
which is weird because it doesn't say anywhere what it's supposed to do for your health, nope. and it's actually pretty good juice. Uh huh. <laughs> yep, it is. Best by six sixteen twenty twenty two. Okay, we're good. Yeah, still got a whole month. Yeah. Pardon me. Oh. It's nice juice. It is. How do we rate it? On a juice scale, uh, juice I guess. Scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's the worst juice? Guava passion fruit. Carrot. Carrot. Carrot juice. Why is that juice? Mm-mm. We milk. We we juice carrots. Yeah, we do. And we don't juice cherries. Yep. Or yeah. strawberries. Or yeah. blueberries. Yeah. But we juice carrots. Like, this is this is that other universe shit I'm talking uh-huh, about. Like, uh-huh, some uh-huh. other universe would see carrot juice on the store shelf and be like, what the fuck like, are they doing? what's wrong with you? Why would you juice? It's like juicing a potato. It's like the least juicy vegetable. It's literally a root. <laughs> Don't juice a root. Like, what? What's Why? wrong with you? Why would you do that? Do you that? juice ginger? T- you do? <laughs> like a radish <laughs> juice? What is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we juice fucking almonds and oats and shit too, but we don't juice berries. We don't juice berries. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Do we juice other pitted things? We do, like nectarine juice and like peach yeah. juice. That's a thing it's that goes in common, stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Not super common, but it does exist. Interesting. Mm. Yes, carrot juice is the worst. Yeah, fuck carrot juice. Even worse than cranberry juice, I would say. Yeah. Um, 100%. Best juice. What's the best juice? For me, it's orange. Mm. Yep. Like, as far as fruit juices go, mm-hmm. there's only one juice I've ever been like, fuck, I need some fucking juice right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's happened several times, and it's always only ever been orange. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep, I can see that. The most positive experiences I've ever had have been like, ah, just drinking a glass of orange juice feels like importing sunshine and health into my body. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah, like yeah. drinking grape juice or apple juice or guava mm-hmm. juice or passion or like mm-hmm. pomegranate mm-hmm. juice is just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is good. Yep. But like the transcendental experience is only with orange. Yep. I buy that. I buy that. Yep. The one thing I, I would say is as an ingredient... Pineapple juice mm. is the only thing that that goes better. Okay, but pineapple juice straight is a bit much, but like as a to include in other things, including orange juice, I would take a pineapple juice. But to just drink it straight, I'm I'm on board. Okay, I give this between carrot juice and orange juice to orange juices. Is that part of the reason why carrot juice sucks so bad? It's like there's a part of you that wants it to be orange juice because it looks like orange it might juice. Be. Yeah, yeah, it looks like Sunny D, and it tastes like. Sunny depression. I would it's give overcast this overcast D. <laughs> yeah, overcast D. <laughs> Seasonal affective disorder D. I almost said midnight D, but that's a different thing. <laughs> midnight D is not for your child's say, lunchbox. Say what you will about carrot juice; it does not taste like midnight D. <laughs> nope. Unless you accidentally spill a bunch of salt. In yeah, it. not salty enough. Um. I'm gonna go like honestly like a like a seven. Uh, I was thinking seven yeah. too actually. Yeah, 
I like this. This Me is too. good. I'll yeah. probably buy more tart cherry juice. Uh huh. It's delicious. I mean, and it's really cheap at grocery outlet too. Really cheap. Just get it on your way home. I bet there's some like cool cocktails you could do with this too. Hell yeah, hell yeah, there are. Maybe just some like gin. Oh, you know what? This is reminding me of now. I'm remembering. When I first got into infusing things, mm. there was a time where I was like, what if I just infuse a bunch of cherries, right? And so I bought a bunch of Bing cherries, which are not the kind of cherries that people use for cocktails and the like. <laughs> <laughs> and I just soaked them in... What did I use? I used... Uh, brandy and whiskey, and the brandied ones are better. Okay, but oh, not at the same time. <laughs> no, 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 not at the same time. Different, different times, different times. <laughs> okay. Um, I sort of just sort of like crushed them all ever so slightly, just sort of added extra pressure, just to juice them a little tiny bit. Right. But otherwise, left them entirely intact, and uh, I I just like soaked them in that brandy for like two weeks or something before mm-hmm. I actually started using them. And this was sort of the flavor profile that came out of it. Like the brandy mm-hmm. added a little extra sweetness, but like. Um, it was very, it was very much like this and that was delicious and lovely. So like, whew, what a roundabout way to say, hell yeah, you could do some fun cocktails with this shit. Like if you replaced like the orange zest in an old fashioned with like a little bit of cherry juice, that might be really good. Yeah. I'm getting some ideas. Yeah. That's for trash food for garbage people after dark. <laughs> because we're not blue enough on this goddamn show. <laughs> yeah, wait till you hear us take the reins off. Whoa. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh man. It's crazy. Okay, this is definitely expired. But it's a limited edition. This is one of the oldest items that we still have. We Uh went through a lot of our really old ones last time on the gummy. Yeah. But this one's been sitting around for a while. Ooh, boy. Um, And this is Key Lime Pie flavored Kit Kats. Woo! Why would you make a tart Kit Kat? Oh. They're they're greenish, which is on theme Uh for uh some of our... I've seen, like, green tea Kit Kats. Yeah. But, like, that makes more sense to me than key lime. Well, pie. yeah, like, a, at least green tea is, like, a nice subtle flavor, too. Right. And you this could have, is... like, green tea chocolate. Yeah. This is a key lime pie. Yeah. That's, like, white chocolate, but apparently sour or something. <laughs> so I'll just read a bunch of stuff. Off okay. Of uh, limited edition Kit Kat key lime pie, crisp wafers in key lime pie flavored cream, naturally and artificially flavored. Hmm. Uh, I mean, this is just a Kit Kat package, so there's no, like, blurb. Yeah. But the ingredients are sugar, mm-hmm. vegetable oil, parentheses, palm oil, shea oil, sunflower oil, palm kernel oil, mm. and or safflower oil, and parentheses. <sighs> Good old safflower oil. So we got palm and palm kernel. That's... Should I just tear up everything in my tiny front little, like, patio space and just plant a bunch of safflower just to see what it looks like? I would be curious. <laughs> yeah. we, we we have a garden. Just oh yeah, you guys have a lot more room than yeah. we do. <laughs> Put safflowers in; they'll take over the whole place. That's right, the safflower infestation. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why it's in everything. Is they're trying to kill but it? But then you can just roll around in it. It oils your skin. It's really good for you. <laughs> Gives you cancer, but oh, you're well, so but, smooth. But it's fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> the world's gonna end soon anyway. Well, you fine. won't live long enough yeah. to die of cancer. That's right. You'll drown in the climate catastrophe. Oh first. God. Anyway, or a nuclear war. Uh, skim milk. <laughs> <laughs> Wheat flour, corn syrup, solids, lactose (parentheses milk) mm. contains two percent or less of chocolate. <laughs> This does not bode well. That bodes quite poorly. This is a Kit Kat. Two percent or less of chocolate. Okay, two percent less of chocolate. There's so much more safflower oil than chocolate. Oh my god. Chocolate natural and artificial flavor. Lecithin parentheses soy. Graham flour. Graham flour. I suppose, like, graham crackers are, like, made from graham flour, I assume? What the fuck is graham? Uh, he's he's that guy from before. <laughs> blood for the blood moon! <laughs> blood for the blood... Yes, Man. my name's Graham. He's got a lot of bones. We've been <laughs> making that... crackers out of him for decades. Yeah. <laughs> he regrows them. Ah. Yeah, he's Graham the Undying. Tyson? Yeah. I'm... I think shook is the right word because yeah. the next ingredient is PGPR. Yeah! And we've been doing this podcast for four years. We've never seen PGPR before. Not that I can recall. Three things on this episode. Should we Google it? Should we actually do some research I for this like fucking show? Okay, I'm going to finish these and you look All that right, up. I'm going to be looking that up. PGPR, salt, yeast, baking soda, molasses, artificial color, which is yellow five... Lake, blue one lake, and honey. Just the last one's honey. Less less honey than coloring, apparently. But uh, more chocolate than honey. <laughs> more chocolate and than more honey. PGPR than honey. <laughs> are, are you ready? Yes. PGPR, polyglycerol, polyrisinoleate, PGPR. E-476 is an emulsifier made from glycerol and fatty acids, usually from castor bean, but also from soybean oil. In chocolate, compound chocolate, and similar coatings, PGPR is mainly used with another substance, like lectin, to reduce viscosity. Mm. Reducing viscosity is something that a lot of people are very concerned about. It is used at low levels, below 0.5%, and works by decreasing the friction between the solid particles, e.g. cacao, sugar, milk, and molten chocolate, reducing the yield stress so that it flows more easily. This is candy lube. It's candy lube. It's lube for candy. Food lube. It decreases the friction between the solid particles to reduce the yield stress so that it flows more e- easily. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's candy lubricant. Yeah. yeah. Approaching the behavior of a Newtonian fluid. It can also be used as an emulsifier in spreads and salad dressings or to improve the texture of baked goods. It is made up of a short chain of glycerol molecules connected by ether bonds with... I got this. I can speak English. Resinolic acid side <laughs> chains connected by ester bonds. And it looks it looks like a little tailie boy. Look at him. Oh. Look at that little molecule. Hi, buddy. It's got long tails. So what it looks is like PGPR? One of the ships from the Matrix. It, uh, oh, it does. It's a sentinel. 
Uh, PGPR is just candy lube. Food lube. It makes chocolate and milk and sugar get along famously. Approach Newtonian fluid behavior. Approach the Newtonian fluid behavior. It sounds like that sounds like a prompt in a Mass Effect game, right? <laughs> like, didn't the Wizard of Oz tell you to do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, ho, 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 uh, smell that! Oh no! <laughs> oh, I forgot it was key lime. <laughs> it's key lime. Oh no! Uh, it's so weird. And the the. Coating is either slightly brown or slightly translucent. I cannot tell which. Maybe both. Yeah. I mean, you can see the bottom. You can see straight through the wafers. Yeah, you totally can. It's definitely like mildly translucent. That is rough stuff. Oh, it smells. Well, it smells like a key lime pie in the worst possible way. Yeah. It's it. Have you, when was the last time you were in a Franz outlet? <laughs> been a little while it smells just like these yeah well that wafer's lost all its crispiness mm-hmm. this is very difficult to speak to hang on mm. no limes the fuck in the ingredients is not a single lime is there like a natural and artificial flavor section that could yes. have been cold Incorporated lime flavoring? Okay. But there's less lime than chocolate in this. I don't like I don't I don't like that. It's it's bitter. Yeah. It's it's kind of Yeah, I don't what it what it tastes like is um like those wafer cookies. Mhm. But like a bitter sort of kind of sour wafer cookie yeah yeah it's like let's 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 have the other one okay we've gotta we gotta finish it it's like it's really hard for me to find language for this like the coating is kind of like really cheap like grocery store off-brand packaged like cookie cream coating kind of yeah you know like a cookie that has like a cream drizzle on top that's like a candy kind like of the thing. animal crackers that are yeah have like that white uh-huh uh-huh it's also like very melty yes it's incredibly melty it, it's just like mm-hmm. dissolving in my fingers and the wafer is again not not holding together very mushy that cozy edge how old is this thing by the way uh, it expired in April of this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's That's too bad. It almost kind of tastes like a key lime yogurt a little bit. Yeah. Identifiably key lime, but predominantly something else. Well, that was as bad as I thought it would be. Yep. That was. <laughs> a, uh... <laughs> <laughs> So do we rate this on a Kit Kat scale? Uh, yeah, because um, there are a lot of Kit Kats. There are a or lot of Kit Kats. Yeah, we could I, do like I spent some time in in I know that specifically in Asia, like East Asia, there's oh, yeah. lots of Kit Kat flavors. Tons. I spent some time in Thailand where there are a lot of Kit Kat flavors. Um, you spent some time in. Did you go to Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you saw a lot of Kit Kat flavors mm-hmm. there. So. 
Um, what's the best Kit Kat flavor you ever had? I don't think I've actually ever had a Kit Kat that rivaled the original. The original? I, original Kit Kats are one of my favorite candies. I, I, For me, the green tea one did go over okay. because of how subtle it was. The green tea one is good. It's very, very good. I do good. really like it. Yeah. But you're going original. I think I might go Ridge Tridge on this. Mm-hmm. Trying to think if I had a worse Kit Kat than that one. I didn't. Yeah, I never I had like well, this maybe is the, the white chocolate, and I was like, had. no, the white no, chocolate was less unpleasant. Yeah, it wasn't good. This but is unpleasant to eat. It's just like having some negative things added to a white chocolate cake. Yeah, cake. yeah. It's like, what if it was also sour and really melty? Yeah, like it's I still, left a thumbprint in y- it. Yes, I moved yeah. my thumb off of it, and there was like a a melted spot with a thumbprint where it like pulled up off. Right. Like they muse too much PGPR. It's too emulsified. Yes, it's too emulsified. Exactly. It's not, you don't want it that liquid. It is the year of our Lord 2022. By now, it, it is absurd to have a candy bar that melts in contact with human skin. Yeah. Absurd, I say. Ridiculous. It's not like it's hot here. No. It's a May. Well, it's is is my like? basement. It's a little warm in my I mean, basement. Yeah, but it's so. like 50 degrees outside. Yeah, it's no, probably it's not maybe hot. 70 in here. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. If you have a candy bar that's like meant to be eaten slowly and not holding on to part of the wrapper. Yeah. Like like Reese's Reese's can melt in your hand, but they have the little wrapper cup. Right. So like they're kind of meant to. Yeah. No, this one even fails. Like a, as even a like a bar. Snickers doesn't melt that much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And again, and designed to be eaten partially while holding onto the wrapper. Like yeah. a Kit Kat, you kind of have to open it all the way to snap it into its little pieces. Yeah. This is the whole point. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, it's too wide to take just like a bite across. Yeah. What are you going to do? Bite it from the, like the long side, like a sandwich? Like that's. Mm-mm. terrifying Mm-mm. people would think you're a psychopath because you would because be. you would be yeah. yeah yeah that's on the psychopath test how do you eat a kit kat bar yeah yeah and, and little, it should little be. diagrams yeah absolutely it's actually the only question that they that they score <laughs> everything else it's just that one it's, everything else, everything is, else is just yep exactly <laughs> just to throw you off the scent bury the lead that makes sense uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. yep i know how psychometrics work um <laughs> uh, this is the worst Kit Kat bar I've ever had. It is a one on the terms of Kit Kat bar. In terms of candy, it's like a three. There are worse candies out there, but uh, I don't recommend it. Yeah, and we had most of them last, <laughs> last episode. <time>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. For our final item today. Why am I the one who has to read this? <laughs> Why did that line up that way? Yes. Oh, look, nothing artificial. It says nothing artificial. I'm just going to read everything from the top to the bottom on the front of this packaging. Good. <clears throat> nothing artificial. Third generation chocolate makers. Since 1939, Sconza chocolates. Pumpkin spice chocolate caramels. Creamy caramels with cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, and cloves dipped in white chocolate. <laughs> Net weight 24 ounces, one pound, eight ounces, eight, 680 grams. That's right, gentle readers. We're going to eat another pumpkin spice flavored thing. 
and this is pumpkin spice caramel surrounded by white chocolate. <laughs> Um, let See, me read you. Is the pumpkin spice added to the caramel, or is it added to the white chocolate? I'm. I think it's added to the caramel. The way it reads: oh, creamy caramels with cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves dipped in white chocolate. Okay. So it's like yes. pumpkin spiced caramel balls dipped in white chocolate. Why would you add it to the caramel? It's well, so let me tell you. I'll flavor. tell you the okay. story of yes, the Sconza family. Story time. Our grandfather Vin- Vincenzo. Is that how you pronounce that? I've heard of the name Vincenzo. Yeah. Because it's in, in Italian when you pronounce the single C as yeah, a ch, right? That looks right. All right. Our grandfather, Vincenzo Sconza, left Italy for America with the hope of a better life. At night, he filled a copper kettle in the family kitchen with irresistible ingredients and dreams of becoming a candy maker. Words of Vincenzo's creation spread through the neighborhood, and soon he and our Nana Maria were working full time to fill orders. Today, our third generation of candy makers creates authentic and innovative confections filling Vincenzo's dream. I don't know if Vincenzo dreamed of pumpkin spice anything. I don't know, man. Okay. Vincenzo is throwing an absolute riot in his grave <laughs> right now. Forget spinning. The motherfucker's tearing shit up down there. <laughs> All right. So the ingredients are white chocolate, which is sugar, cocoa butter, whole milk powder, soy lectin, and emulsifier, natural vanilla flavor. Also, glucose sugar, gl- sorry, glucose syrup, sugar, milk solids, palm kernel oil and palm oil, butter, which is cream and salt, spices, which are cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and cloves, sea salt, natural flavor, and sunflower lectin. Okay. That's not too bad. That's not that bad. That's not that bad at all. I'm worried about this, though. The, the thing that's making me feel better is that there's no pumpkin. There's no pumpkin in this. Yeah, that's It's true. just the pumpkin spices. And let's be real, pumpkin spices are actually pretty good on their own. The pumpkin pie spices are fine. Oh, no, I um, thought they would be individually wrapped. They look like big old rabbit turds, don't they? <laughs> this is just a bot. Wow. Can you get a picture of that? Yeah. That's bonkers. I don't know. I sort of thought it given looks like the river rocks that you would fill like a, a planter bed with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I given this like size and shape, I thought this would be like a like a lint sort of like individually wrapped truffles kind of experience. Uh, but it is not. It is just so loose balls. Loose balls. Yeah. What's so it looks like they put caramel and they dipped it in white chocolate and then they like rolled that in the pumpkin spice because this it isn't white chocolate on yeah, the outside. It's right. powdered. You're right. It is powdered. And Interesting. The, the spice smell is very strong yes, coming from the bag. All right. Oh, man. This is still bad. Hmm. I don't like it. I don't like pumpkin spice shit. <laughs> I just don't. I think it's fine. As a candy, it's fine. It's good candy. But it tastes bad. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm going to eat another one. Yeah. But this is weird. Yeah. It's like too spiced. It's both too spiced and also, <laughs> this is a weird thing to say, it's not artificial enough. <laughs> like it tastes too real. Mm-hmm. It tastes too much like real food. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you expect something like this to taste like at least a little bit artificial. You know, a little bit like mass produced. Right. 
but this is just like no this isn't pumpkin spice air quotes Uh uh-huh this is the spices that your grandmother would put into a pumpkin pie Uh uh-huh on a white chocolate covered caramel Mm -hmm. i could taste the white chocolate basically no caramel which is interesting it's like very low caramel Mm -hmm. ostensibly these are caramels but Uh it's it's a white chocolate pumpkin spice thing with like apparently caramels along for the ride somewhere i can i know i i know that if i liked pumpkin spice stuff or even if i just had a normal reaction to pumpkin spice stuff I'd be super into this. This would be fine. This would be delicious. This would be right up my alley. It's all right. Okay. Also, I hate white chocolate, though. So. Uh, yeah. But, like, I just can't with the pumpkin spice. <laughs> I just can't with it, man. I just don't like it. Maybe it's because in traditional pumpkin spice, there's more nutmeg than I like. Because hmm. I like all those in- individual ingredients. Like, on top of an eggnog, great. Like, in in most pies, great. I just don't know. It is pretty eggnoggy, actually. Yeah, it's very eggnoggy. I like eggnog, so. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I kind of like it. I don't think I want any more. Yeah. To be fair, we're pretty sugared out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's okay. Would you say we've each had about six pieces? Nah, that seems about right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. I How do we rate this? I I would rate this on the like the caramel scale. I think I might rate this on the pumpkin spice flavored. Scale. Oh, on the pumpkin spice flavored thing scale, this is like a nine. Yes. Because we've had many pumpkin spice flavored things, and with the exception of like muffins and the like that are baked goods right. for which the spice combination was designed. Like, this is definitely near the top. For sure. But on, like, a caramel scale. Oh, fuck, at the bottom. It's the goddamn yeah. bottom. I just... It's it's like that weird thing where it is, like, a nine on the pumpkin spice scale and, like, a three on the caramel scale. Yeah. No, a two, a one, a zero. It is not. <clears throat> I love me some caramels, right? Like, mm, some old-fashioned, like, like, caramels that are, like not too sticky that have got like they're they're really flowery you know and not too sweet like oh i will eat those for days and then i don't care if they're too sticky i don't care if they're too sweet (laughs) the caramels that literally are only sold for the sake of melting down and dipping freaking apples into i will eat a whole bag of those given enough time (laughs) you know like an hour but (laughs) But these it's only five pounds of caramel. That's no problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah an hour is plenty of time. Yeah, come on. What else am I gonna do? <laughs> it's fine. Um, but live these... till you're fifty. <laughs> ah, that's for suckers. <laughs> twenty-seven club for life. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still in my twenties. I'm, st- I'm still in my twenties. Oh, I'm still, I'm still in my twenties. <laughs> Blood for the blood moon. <laughs> um, shut up, Graham. <laughs> no, you don't tell me to shut up. You don't know nothing. Yeah, um, get out of here, old man. <laughs> this is my cornfield now. 
<laughs> just someone in their late 60s to someone in their early 90s. <laughs> Now's my time. I'm going to build townhouses. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, pumpkin spice flavor level is a nine or an eight, and regular caramel level, I'm giving this like a two. It's a high quality caramel. Yeah. It's just the spice. I can't get over it. I give it a three, but only because I would give it higher, but I can't rate it very highly on the caramel scale because Mm. the caramel is so buried. Yeah, that's it's fair. It's very, very hard. It to is taste incredibly the buried in there. Yeah, it's mostly just a texture thing, frankly. Yeah, yeah. And I did bite one in half, and just just the look of the caramel inside gives the gives the indication that it's one of those like really heavily floured caramels mm. that's like thicker and less uh, less flavorful overall or right. less sweet overall. So it makes sense that it's buried because like pumpkin spice. I mean. Nutmeg, clove, cinnamon, each one of those spices individually packs a major punch. Oh, yeah. Which is probably why people like the combination of them and everything. Except for me. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. It's fine. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with you, man. I'm just a Donatello. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Did we do it? Yeah. We did it. Let's do best and worst. Yeah. Okay, so to recap, we have been on a journey, gentle yeah. readers. We started with the Schulferhofer uh, Passion Fruit Hefeweizen. And from there, we moved to the Reese's Potato Chips Big Cup. After that, the Crunchy Cookie M&M's, followed by the uh, Power Ninja, Ninja Power... Ninja Power. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist muffins, <laughs> uh, which we subsequently followed up with the Cherry Bundy Pure Tart Cherry Juice, followed by a quick detour into the Key Lime Kit Kat, and finishing everything off with the Pumpkin Spice Chocolate Caramels. Woo! This might be the most items we've ever done. In I episode. think so. It's a lot. That's a lot. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, Tough. This is tough because we had some major disappointments. Mm-hmm. We had some surprises. Mm-hmm. I, mm. so right now I'm torn between the Kit Kat and the Reese's. For worst. For worst. The the beer is is off the table for me. Perhaps just because so much has happened since then, <laughs> but also because I'm trying to imagine if someone put all three of those in front of me and was like, okay, you have to pick one to eat again. I'd probably go for the beer. Yeah. I think I might actually go with the Reese's at the end of this. Yeah. Because even though the Kit Kat was kind of an unpleasant experience that I didn't really enjoy, by the time I got to the end of the Reese's, I felt like I was finishing it just so that it would stop existing. <laughs> Spitefully. Like, yeah, yeah. Or just I wanted it to be gone. I didn't want it to be around anymore. <laughs> so I was just trying to get it over with. <laughs> um, so I think that's going to be my worst. Okay. 
Yeah. It's 100% the Kit Kat for me. Really? Yeah, hands down. Why is that? Well, I don't particularly like key lime pie to begin with. Mm. Oh, I do. And uh, it tasted a lot like key lime pie. It did. In the worst possible way. Mm-hmm. It was just bad. Yeah. In every way. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And it felt like a betrayal, too, because I mm. really like Kit Kats. Yes. I feel trust in them as a brand, mm-hmm. or I'd like to. I did. And that trust felt betrayed. Yeah. No, that that's understandable. Reese's, I'm like, okay, Reese's are pretty good. Yeah. That didn't feel like the same, the same like, betrayal, you right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like... Kit Kat felt personal. Yep, I understand. You know? I understand. Yep. And best for me is cherry juice. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Far and away. Totally pleasant experience. Yeah. I was expecting to get kicked in the teeth by some, like, lifter bro. But Although, surprisingly, I'd say the next up is, like, probably the muffin. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe same. the M&M's, but, like, I'd, I'd put the, the muffin, muffin above the M&M's for yeah. me. Yeah. But the cherry juice is, like... That's something that I'm glad I discovered and will right. likely purchase. Right. Glad to know it exists yeah. and is available in mass quantities. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> <shallot>. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just as much as you can buy. Awesome. Great. This is a good thing to drink. <laughs> it's like a dollar. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, cool. Amazing. Calorie Corner? Hell yeah. So, we consumed... I logged it as grapefruit beer because I couldn't find the actual beer. So, you bastard. Whoops. 11 ounces of grapefruit beer, one serving of potato chip big cups, a half package of candy M&Ms, one serving of Ninja Power Muffin, eight ounces of tart cherry juice, one half package of Kit Kat chocolate bars, and six pieces of pumpkin spice Not chocolate Kit caramels. Kat. Uh, I scanned it, so... It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It take just. It. it just said. It said this is what it is. And comparing, yep, yep. Okay. The the calorie count is the same. Okay. Um. Well, Ben. Do you have a guess? <laughs> I feel like it's bad. It's 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 pretty bad. We've had we've had far worse. Far worse. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, maybe it's not as bad as I thought because I was thinking like twelve hundred. Oh no no. No, it's not that bad. No. Okay, well, like 700 then? Mm-hmm. 778. Oh, which of these things do you think was the most calories individually? Just by itself? Yeah. Are we talking like per serving? Um, per what we consumed. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe the cherry juice, actually. The by almost double... It's the potato chip Reese's Cups. No shit. Yeah. Just one of those things is 180 calories Holy on its shit. own. <laughs> they come in packages of two, Ben. <laughs> That's not okay. Wow. <laughs> That's so much. Next time I'm running a marathon, I know Ooh. what. <laughs> calories per gram. Can you guess our macronutrients breakdown oh, between fuck. fats, carbs, and protein? Well, fats wasn't zero because we've got potato chips mm-hmm. and caramels, I guess, probably have a little bit. There's some fiber in the muffin. I'm going to say carbs, though, is probably like 88. So the carbs is only 59%. Really? We had, yeah, 36% of that was fats. Wow. And 5% protein. Okay. Yeah. Fats. You know shit. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Uh, that's my calorie corner. <laughs>
cool. Oof. You got any pluggables? Okay, yeah. Um, I do have things to plug. So I still haven't seen everything everywhere all at once uh, because I have very little time you dick. to watch a movie. But uh, so I usually try to pick something that like starts as soon as I get off work. And there hasn't been a showing everything at all once that has done that yet. Fair but enough. I'll probably hit it this week. Last week, though, I was able to hit up Petite Maman, which is a French movie written and directed by the woman who did uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, mm. which I really liked. I never saw. Uh, it's great. Gay as hell, which <laughs> is awesome. Um Petite Maman is only an hour and 15 minutes long, yeah. which is great for me <laughs> because that's how much time I have to go to a movie theater. Short little buddy. Uh, short little buddy. Uh, by the time this comes out, it'll almost certainly be out of movie theaters. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what streaming service it'll be on, but it is a delightful kind of like magical realist. It, it's, a, it's like a short story of a film. Right. Hmm. You know how short stories, they just kind of try to capture like the feeling of a moment. Yeah. Really? Like that's kind of what this movie does. It captures like the feeling of a moment and it's really sweet. And hmm. like I cried while watching it, but not the way you cry at a Pixar movie. You know, it wasn't oh. like cathartic in that way. Um, but it was really just really lovely and really well done. And yeah, I recommend everybody, everybody who can't get a chance to to check that shit out because it's it's really good um and also comic books comic book recommendation uh step by bloody step mm. it's a uh dialogue list comic book um that's written by uh scott snyder and someone else's name i'm forgetting who does most of the art oh i feel bad um but it's the first issue in particular is just really like like poignant and mm. lovely and it the the series is following the the like life of this of a girl who like in the first issue she's like a little baby and like she's like she's being escorted through a like alien countryside by this giant suit of armor that like protects her from monsters and stuff mm. and um it's just it's just really it's really well done um, comics because like without the dialogue, it's really communicating a powerful and emotionally real and resonant story. Cool. Um, so step by bloody step, check it out. Huh. I'm going to recommend everything everywhere all at once. Cause it's the best movie I've seen in a very, very long time. And I feel like it's becoming a, a bit of a cliche to say that because mm. a lot of people are talking about how good it is. And the thing is, they're not wrong. Yeah. Like, there were several times during that film where I was like, how did they pull this off? Mm -hmm. How did they make this fit into a movie? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the fact that they made a movie where some of the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen on film happens. And also that's like emotionally resonant enough to like make me cry in the theater is like astounding. to that's me. That's pretty impressive. I need to see this movie. You have to, I see have it. to see it. It's, it will break you probably. I, I don't mind being broken. Yeah. It'll probably fuck you up and in like a very good way. Great. Also, this isn't a general recommendation. This is a recommendation specifically for you. 
uh, the HBO Max show, The Flight Attendant, with uh, Kaylee Oh, Cuoco. I like the first season. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, Tyson would be like, this is a very deep, <laughs> very, very close exploration of trauma. He'd be all yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> would it surprise you to hear Grayson recommended that show to me? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Couple of therapists. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't finished the second season, but I've watched a bunch of it. Okay, cool. So Does fun. it hold up? Does it continue... High quality, or does it, I assumed there would be kind of a second season slump a they, little bit. They do a pretty good job of like okay. maintaining the tension. Okay, yeah, I, it's interesting. I just finally did signed up for like a reintroducing uh, tension dropout subscription. Oh. You know the college humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am finally getting around to watching all of the Dimension Twenty nice. stuff now. When I'm watching Aria, I'll. Uh, if, when she's sleeping, I'll be ha- I'll have like the all the Dimension Twenty stuff on nice. in the background while I'm doing chores. So that's, that's cool. sort of been taking up my usual TV watching time. Do you know they have twenty seasons of Dimension Twenty? Christ, it's insane. I've watched like if I'm, some of them on YouTube. They're like four hours long. They are, yeah, they're epically long. Fuck's sake. Yeah, anyway. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. On Trash Foo for Garbage People. It was lovely having you here. Yeah, we like got in there and got this one done. Yeah, we did. We got to business. Yeah, we did. Because we are businessmen. Business Business ninjas. The snacks. tell you so the song get over it okay go yeah get, get, okay get, yeah great song i don't know the lyrics but it has a very distinct kind of rhythm mm-hmm. and so I, I heard that song and somehow wires got crossed in my brain <laughs> where it was like gosh there's a very specific number of syllables and it was like oh oh the quiz at tatarak so my brain is convinced <laughs> that the lyric at that point in that song is something about Quizette's Hatterack. Hey, get, 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 totally get over. I've never even read Dune. It's uh, We Ought to Buy You a Cadillac is the actual line. Oh. Yeah. No, mine is better. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I don't disagree. So now I kind of want someone who actually knows that song to help me write. Can we write a Dune-based parody album of get, just get, like get 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 ericus <laughs> hey hey we couldn't cover any spice girl songs though <laughs> hey the hawthorne effect network